0: So, Melissa, thank you for joining us today on Live Love Lots Manifesting the Life Unlimited. So, uh, to start, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so my name is Melissa, and I'm based out of the Chicagoland area. And basically what I do is I'm a certified Reiki master. And I also host meditation workshops in the area, Um, of course, really big into law of attraction and positive manifestation, and just really anything that has to do with the New Age healing community.
0: Okay, that's awesome. How did
1: you get into Reiki? Yeah, so basically back in 2017, I had a Reiki session done on me, and I really liked it. So I was like, I have to learn how to do this. So okay. I started taking the classes, and then I went through all the levels, and then became a Reiki master about a year ago.
0: Oh, wow, okay. And so you liked how it made you feel. Um, what What about it did you like? Like, what did you, I mean, did you see an immediate result, like, or gradual result? Like, what about it that did you like about that experience?
1: Yeah, so it definitely put me in a really calm and serene place, um, you know, immediately after the session. And I really did feel different states of energy, you know. Okay. I really did feel um, lighter, that sense of calm that you get after you have a session, that kind of warm feeling that just makes you feel good. And okay. I really wanted to embody that. And it also helped me see what areas of or what energy centers were out of alignment or which ones were blocked so I could really identify the root of the issue.
0: Okay. Now, since uh, we've had this pandemic, have you noticed people contacting you since everybody's home? Like, have you noticed the uptick in in people requesting services?
1: Yeah, so I've definitely still had, you know, not that much less of a flow than I was having previously. So that's kind of good. Um, And then Reiki, a lot of people don't know this about it, is it doesn't only have to be in person, but it can be remote as well. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of people are definitely opting for that option, because um, that's all I can do right now in certain cases. So that's another cool way to kind of transfer the energy as well. Okay.
0: So uh, kind of getting to the law of attraction and manifestation, um, what's your introduction into uh, the law of attraction? how did you get into start studying it, learn about it? What was your, your first influence?
1: Yeah, so definitely finding Abraham Hicks online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a bunch of her YouTube videos. I read a bunch of her books done a few years ago. I was able to see her live in person. So that was a really cool okay. experience. And, you know, just what she said really resonated with me. So that made me get more and more involved in it. Um, and I think we all kind of start to backtrack a little bit. We all kind of start with the secret But then we realize that's only, that's only step one. So now we need to get Mm -hmm. a little bit heavier. Then you kind of graduate uh, to Abraham Hicks after that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, do you find that there's common myths or things about the, about manifestation process and the law of attraction that people don't really understand or get wrong? And if so, what kind of response do you give to that if you give one at all?
1: Yeah, basically, um, I think it's some people, they get kind of frustrated in the beginning when the manifestation doesn't come instantly in some cases, or they feel like all they have to do is just kind of visualize it and it will happen without realizing that there is work that goes into it. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people also, they compare themselves to somebody else, which they don't know the backstory of someone else, so that's kind of unfair to do. And then I also think some people, they just lack faith. And if you lack faith, it's not going to happen. So that's another part of it, too.
0: Okay. So what do you think is the most common reason that people fail or they give up um, on the law of attraction? They try it for a couple of weeks and then decide it's not for them. What do you see is the most common thing about that?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Besides not being consistent, I think a lot of people think it's outside of them. They think it's outside of them. It's out there. And, you know, I'm never going to get it because it's so far away. But when they realize and kind of pivot a little bit and realize that they need to embody it instead, I think, um, then you're doing it the right way and then you are going to see results. I I don't know how soon you're going to see results dependent Mm -hmm. on you, but you're on the right track at least that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I find people are are looking for like immediate results. A lot of times they, you know, they have something they really desire, they really want, and they just want to see it come about like that. And don't realize, like you said, there might be other things involved while it's not coming as soon as you want it to come. So exactly. So do you have any resources you mentioned Abraham Hicks um, that, or any advice that you'd want to give that helped you along your, your
1: journey? Yeah, definitely. Um, so besides Abraham, I definitely would, um, suggest meditation. You know, I, mm-hmm. I make it a daily practice. I only do it about 10 minutes a day. That's enough time for me. And in terms of meditation, there's guided meditations, there's ones that are specifically geared to manifesting certain things. Okay. So I would definitely listen to those or even uh, binaural beats. So listening yes. to the different Hertz frequencies, uh, because different frequencies are going to align you to a certain vibration that um, will align with a certain emotion. Okay. Or a certain thing and then when you're kind of vibrating at that frequency um it's going to become more attracted to you
0: okay and um so far what do you feel has been like your biggest manifestation your you know your biggest desire come true for you
1: yeah so something that you know I kind of did without realizing I was manifesting it was um I remember one time I was walking home from the train station coming home from work and mm-hmm. I passed by a tent and it was for a radio station and they were having a raffle for Lollapalooza tickets Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so I just entered the raffle and then I didn't think about it you know I just kind of went home and that was it and then a few weeks later they called me and said oh you know you won the Lollapalooza tickets and I was like what really because I I forgot about it it was like out of Mm -hmm. sight out of mind but obviously I had an intention to wanting to win it otherwise I wouldn't have entered the raffle Right. So it it was just kind of one of those things where, you know, you told the universe you would like to have it and then you kind of let go of it and then it Mm -hmm. kind of came towards you. And it was like I instinctively knew kind of to pass that tent because normally what I would do is take the bus home from the train but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that day I was like, I'm going to walk home instead. And then if I didn't walk home, I wouldn't have passed the tent. I wouldn't have gotten the ticket. So mm-hmm. I, I must have internally knew to do that as well.
0: Right, right. Okay, that's pretty cool, though. Concert tickets, I, you know, I wouldn't pass those. Though. Those are nice. So um, what do you feel in regards to manifesting is more important? Positivity or persistence?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm really glad that you asked that question. Um, because basically, I think positivity is very vital. And the example that I wanted to give if I could bring us back to physics class mm-hmm. um, is we know protons are positive and electrons are negative. So mm-hmm. you want to be positive, you want to be the proton. So a good way of visualizing that would be, let's say you have a duality form. So one end, you have the proton, then all the way at the other end, you have the electron. And then in the middle, you have a vortex tube. And that's why Abraham Hicks always says, stay in the vortex. The vortex is where the manifestation actually occurs. Okay. So um, if you pretty much at the end of the tube, you can either go the electron route, which is negative, meaning mm-hmm. that you weren't being positive in the vortex, or you can go the magnetic route, which would be attracting yourself to the manifestation Mm -hmm. or there's also the third route of staying in the vortex that means I'm still cooking you know I wasn't negative so I didn't get a bad outcome but I didn't do enough positivity to get that magnetic manifestation so I think that's a good way of looking at it and also being persistent that's staying in the vortex you know that that continual state of manifestation so I think that kind of sums up how the both parts work together
0: Okay. So they're both equally important, you would say. Okay. Yeah. So going back to your, what you're interested in, if someone was looking to get into Reiki, what would they do? How would they do it? How, how did you get into it after you had your experience?
1: Yes. Yeah. So um, I found a Reiki master teacher um, and I basically, you know, did a little bit of research online, spoke to her a little bit. She told me kind of how you go through the different levels And Mm -hmm. what happens is you have to be knowledgeable on the seven energy centers, So the seven chakra centers, you have to know what each one does emotionally, physically, the uh, essential oils that correlate with it, the crystals that correlate with it, just be as knowledgeable about them as you can be. Um, And then the Reiki master teacher gives you attunement in your hands, um, and also shows you the correct poses to do over the person's body with your hands, how long you should hold each one. Um, and really the more you can add to the session, the better, whether it be sound healing, whether, whether it be, um, like I said, essential oils, whatever you can really do so that you're in tune with the other person's energy while giving your own healing energy. And it's kind of, a communal experience and okay. really, cause when, when you heal, you're also receiving healing kind of as a little oh, bonus okay. too. Yeah. So it, it's a really cool exchange and um, yeah, it's a re- very interesting experience. I would definitely suggest it to anyone who's curious for sure.
0: Okay. Now you have a couple of, you've got a Facebook page and a podcast. Could you let the audience know about what you're doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Um, my Facebook page, it's at new age goddess. And on there, you can find a little bit more about me, you can even book a session with me on there. Like I said, I am in the Chicagoland area. So if you're local, we can meet up, you know, I do rent out a space. Um, And like I said, I also do remote sessions as well. Mm -hmm. And then in terms I also have Instagram so that that would be new underscore age underscore, wait, the new age goddess, I'll underscore so the Mm -hmm. underscore age underscore uh, goddess. You get it. Um, and then my, po- <laughs> and then my podcast is confessions of a new age goddess. So easy to remember. And that's on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Um, there we kind of talk about metaphysical things. So it could be mm-hmm. anywhere from dream interpretation to auras and more. So we have okay. that.
0: That's awesome. Now, I, one thing I wanted to ask you is which, what's your future look like? What are you, what are you working on? Like what's something that you, part of your daily practice or something that you're you know, that you got on deck for yourself?
1: Yeah, definitely. um, To be, to have my own successful business in terms of new age healing and even outside of Reiki, that's just one part of what I want to do. I'm also, Mm -hmm. you know, very passionate about astrology. Um, Like I said, I do meditation as well. So I'm I'm constantly adding to my plate um, more and more things that I can do that I can offer as services to heal and help other people. Because um, okay. I'm a, a strong believer that my career uh, connects to my life purpose, life passion. Yes. Um, yeah, w- which has to do something with being a humanitarian and helping the greater good. And if I can do that and be successful with that, then I'm pleased.
0: Okay, that's awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad that you joined us today. Uh, I really want to thank you. You're my first guest. I think I've mentioned that to you before. Um, and um, I think it went really well. So. <laughs> so thank you I, maybe you might want to come back on again in the future i would love oh, to sure. on again. okay that'd be great so um we're gonna wrap this up and i will i will talk to you soon okay thanks nicole okay thank you bye okay i'm gonna see if i can s- there we go stop